Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO.org, AM850 here in the St. Louis region. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. Now, I've been seeing a lot of these big birds lately flying around. They're very beautiful in flight, but when you see them on the ground, they're pretty ugly. <laughs> the turkey vultures. What do you know about turkey vultures? Turkey vultures. Well, let me talk about that. You're right. They're beautiful in flight when they're soaring high above, but up close and personal, they're very ugly and grotesque. And the reason my I'm interested in talking about them today is uh, here at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri, we're uh, suburbia, and yet we're, we have a big piece of land here, about six acres. So we have lots of wildlife. We have deer, we have a fox, we see possums and skunks and stray cats and one thing and another, uh, uh, groundhogs. But uh, we also have vultures, and, and one came pecking at the window the other day. In fact, he's been hanging around here lately and messing with our our mats that are outside the door, you know, where you right. wipe your feet when you come in. And I don't know whether he thinks it's roads kill or whatever, but he hangs around <laughs> and he messes with those those mats. So they've been so flying around was... lately, so have uh, have you had your health checked? <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, like the old that, westerns some... where they're circling above? <laughs> our, our Easter lilies are blooming up front, too, so <laughs> <laughs> we got both of those things going on. But anyway, I thought it would be interesting to look up about them and realize that uh, as ugly as they are, they serve a beautiful purpose in this sin-broken world where death is a fact of life uh, going on around us. And so God uses these uh, creatures to help clean up the mess where there's been death. And so even the, the name, the scientific name, the genus for vultures is cathartes, which means purifier. So God uses these vultures to rid the countryside and garbage dumps of unwanted waste and help to break down uh, living things that have died uh, into so that it's dust to dust, <laughs> okay? So we don't have piles and piles of dead things all over the place. Right. And uh, maybe that's part of the reason that, that vultures are kind of off-putting to us, knowing that they eat roadkill, that they eat dead things. It kind of makes us wonder, ugh, you don't want to be around these things because they're unclean. Uh, and yet God created them in such a way that they're able actually to serve this useful purpose of cleaning up uh, the carcass of dead things, whereas most animals, if they ate dead stuff, would get sick from it. Uh, vultures don't. Um, the bacteria, which can carry disease, can pass unharmed through the digestive system of most animals, but the potent digestive juices of the vulture kill all bacteria entering into these scavengers. It has been stated that we may never know how many serious epidemics have been stopped because of the vulture. Vultures can sometimes be seen sitting on fence posts, holding their wings outstretched. This possibly serves two purposes. One purpose is to cool the bird. The other is to allow long rays of the sun to help destroy bacteria on their feathers. There's been a debate for a long time uh, how vultures actually find their food. Is it mostly by sight or mostly by smell? People have done all kinds of experiments to try to determine that, and some of the articles that I read indicate that it was mainly their eyesight 
that is uh, how they find their food, but others indicated that their sense of smell is also a major factor in how they're able to to find uh, the food. Not all birds even have a sense of smell, but vultures have a very well-developed sense of smell. They don't have vocal cords, so they can't sing a song. They they growl and make noises of other kinds, but they can't sing you a song. But they do a great job of uh, cleaning up the countryside. Uh, I was going to look at another article here about a different version of a vulture, not the turkey vultures we have around here, but there's one that's called a uh, yellow, lesser yellow-headed vulture, uh, and there's an article at Answers in Genesis about them that describes uh, how their digestive system works and how it's actually it's in their crop, which is a, a, a part of their esophagus, where they uh, get the food, and, and in there they have a very powerful acid to help break things down and kill off the bacteria. And uh, they're able, if you would surprise one, apparently uh, if you catch a vulture by surprise, then it actually vomits out this <laughs> stuff at you uh, as a defense mechanism, and uh, you don't want to want to go there, not at all. And so... Uh, God has made them so that they also can keep their feathers clean. And so that's part of the reason that they have a featherless head for their dirty job by having uh, no feathers on their head or their feet. It makes it easier to keep those parts of their bodies clean. And then they can, after they're done with their meal, they can clean up their feathers uh, both by preening and by spreading their wings out so that the sun helps to remove things. And even out in the rain, they'll stretch out their wings, so the rain also helps to wash off any extra food particles that may have stuck to their feathers. Um, Sometimes we ask a a question, well, if God created them to deal with the matter of death, what did they do before sin came into the world? And that's a good question that we don't have an answer for. Uh, That's true also of predators. When we consider the world that we observe today, we realize the world that we observe today is a world that's been affected by sin coming into the world, where there is sickness, where there is death, and where predators eat prey, where scavengers eat dead things. God designed them in such a way that in this sin-broken world, they serve a function that way. Obviously, they had a different function before sin came into the world, and should they be part of God's uh, new creation, the new heavens and the new earth, where there is no longer any sin and no longer any death, I'm sure they'll have a different function then as well, as the lamb and the lion can lie down together in the, the new heavens and the new earth. But uh, vultures, yeah, they're kind of an interesting thing to talk about, a little bit disgusting in some other ways. Mm -hmm. But uh, here's some fun facts about vultures. Again, they don't have a syrinx. That's the bird vocal cords. They can't sing, uh, but they can hiss, they can rattle, they can grunt, and they can sneeze to communicate. Vultures normally lay one or two eggs during the mating season. The eggs are cream-colored with brown and gray blotches. When they hatch, the chicks are blind and naked, depending solely on their parents. Vultures don't build nests. They live in tree cavities, caves, and cliff edges with no extra padding. And after they hatch, vultures have crimson-colored eyes and that they can uh, change color as they get older. The vulture that's been hanging around here is a red-headed one, uh, and uh, so it is a turkey vulture, and it's got a big windspan, about probably six feet across. Yeah, I've seen so, those with the big... 
uh, wingspan. It's amazing how big that some of those get. And yet, as big as they are that way, they're still very, very light. They only weigh between two and a half and three pounds. And so when they're soaring up above, when they hardly have to flap their wings at all. Right. They just stretch those wings out in sort of a V shape, and they just f- circle around and around, riding up on thermals, hard, hardly ever needing to flap their wings. Um, and uh, and they wobble a little bit. You kind of notice them wobbling as they're soaring up there, looking, again, very elegant and very beautiful from a distance. But up close and personal, they're kind of intimidating. But they do serve God's purpose as they help clean up dead things. And uh, that serves uh, God's purposes for us now. So I guess I won't go out and uh, cause any harm to the one that's been pecking at our right. window. Now, I was amazed when you said they didn't... Uh have nests because I, I I thought they would be in the same category as like an eagle and uh, I do some photography and I know where there's some eagles nest and I go f- uh, photograph eagles uh, each year at the at their nest so uh, mm-hmm. but now it makes sense I see more uh, turkey vultures around the bluffs so they're living in those caves and everything within the bluffs. There you uh, go. So now there. it makes a little bit more sense why I see so many around the bluffs and I haven't come across any kind of turkey vulture nest. So uh, I've learned something. You learn something new every day, I guess. <laughs> you, you certainly do. And everywhere you look in the created world, you see God's wisdom, God's design in how he created things to serve a function even in this world that is contaminated by sin, where sickness and disease and death have entered into the picture God still manifests his love for his creation, even in this, so that we can give glory to God that he's provided a way to deal with dead things right. in this sin-broken world, for ultimately for our benefit. And we know that God ultimately dealt with the problem of death by sending his son Jesus into this world. You know, death is not what God intended for us. God intends for us to have eternal life with him. And that eternal life is found in Jesus, because he came into our sin-broken world. He became a true human being, lived a perfect life for us and offered up that perfect life on Calvary's cross to atone for all of our sins. He rose from the dead on the third day in victory, and now you and I share in the victory of Christ as we repent of our sins and believe in Jesus as our crucified and risen Lord and Savior, and he will usher us into the new heavens and the new earth, the new creation, where there will be no more sin where there will be no more sickness or pain, where there will be no more death, and we will live in the presence of our gracious Lord forever and ever. Would you like to lead us in a quick prayer? I would be happy to do that. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for your wisdom, for your design shown in every part of creation, even in vultures. And we thank you, O Lord, how you use them in our world today, broken by sin as it is, as they clean up uh, dead things from the roads and from the countryside, and that is for our benefit, for us to have a healthier environment in which to live. But we thank you most of all for your love shown to us in sending your Son, Jesus, as our Savior who conquered death for us once and for all by his glorious resurrection from the dead on the third day. And we ask, O Lord, that you would work in us a true and living faith in our true and living Savior, Jesus, that by your grace through faith in Christ, we may have our share in the resurrection where there will be no more sin, no more sickness, no more pain, no more death, but we will live in joy and peace with you forevermore. Hear us, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Warren, for being on the program today. You're welcome. 
We are the messenger of good news. You can find us here in the St. Louis area on AM 850 KFUO. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And our talk programs are available wherever you get your podcast. Just search out on the internet, KFUO Radio.